Welcome back to the Troubleshooting Life Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Peters, my co-host, Craig Poston, where we talk about various topics, sharing our experiences on life and finances. Oh, man, that's always hard for me. So, um, like, and, and I've kind of talked about it before, like for people that are in the same like disc assessment as I am, where like I'm a high S, it's like, it seems like everyone else's time is more important than mine. Yeah. Right. Where like, I want to help so many people. I want to help everyone do it. But like when it's coming to like my type of stuff, I'm like, eh, maybe. Yeah. Right. So how do you ensure that your future goals align with your passion and values? And so that one, I definitely had to like define my passion and values yeah. first to really figure out like what my goals are. Um, so like, for example, like one of my values is health. Mm-hmm. So wanting to be healthy, wanting to work out, wanting to eat right, whatever that is, I had to make sure that one, do I actually want to be healthy or was it just like the aesthetics? Like, did I just want to look good? Did I just want to like look like I have muscles? And in yeah. reality, I was like, well, yeah, having muscles is great. But I remember when I was younger and I was at a lower body fat, like I wasn't maybe the happiest. Yeah. Right. So I was like, well, but I still do want the health stuff. Like it's okay to look awesome, but like, you know, cardiovascular health, being able to, you know, maybe not be able to pick up heavy stuff isn't exactly part of the healthy lifestyle, but yeah. uh, you know, helping, you know, do muscle growth, whatever it is, at least just being healthy. I did feel like that, that was part of my values. So I made sure, you know, anything that goes towards health, like that's the value that it goes towards. Um, another thing like I keep talking about is growth. So if anything that I do in my mind, uh, kind of propels that growth, then, yeah. then it's going to make sense. Like, so like, starting a business or uh getting real estate or whatever it is um another value is we, you know growing up middle class family where we didn't have a lot of money is wealth right so that's another value that i have where i'm trying to grow a lot of stuff grow a lot of wealth so that i never put my family through what that and it's not like we had a terrible life or anything but it, it wasn't in abundance yeah so it's not like you know we could go to the best schools it's not like we could go and get the best thing it's not like we could go to the best places, whatever it is. And, you know, now that I value that stuff, I want to make sure I have enough wealth to do that. So I think just, you know, really defining what your values are. And there's actually a few tests. Like I took one recently where it's like, hey, you know, choose whatever these values are. And then it has you kind of test against like, what are your top five values that you want? And mine were like, um, definitely growth, wealth, health, uh, accountability. That's definitely something I'd I learned and then there's like another one I can't remember what it is but um but you know just kind of figuring out who you are Mm -hmm. and hopefully that what you're doing aligns with who you are because there's a lot of things where like where we don't know who we are we don't know what our values are what our passions are and then we're doing stuff and you're wondering why you like you don't feel the same when you're doing that stuff like say if you're gonna go hang out with people gonna go drink and like you're not like a real drinker and you're like why don't I feel good Mm -hmm. doing this and it's not like not like a sickening feeling. It's just like, it doesn't fill your passion. It doesn't fill your, that yeah. level for you. So I'm like, why do I feel this way? So like really figuring out who you are and how, how it fits with you is I think very imperative. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I can see that where, you know, if you're not, you're not a drinker, you're not a partier and you're trying to hang out and it just makes you feel uncomfortable and you would rather spend that time being productive, yeah. like uh, making sure that, you're being the best version of yourself. Yeah. So I, yeah, I completely un- understand that. Hey y'all, if you didn't know, mine and Craig's mission is to bridge the gap between generations by empowering, exposing, and educating others about financial literacy, 
new perspectives, and life goals. We can't do that without reaching more ear holes. So if you enjoy this content, then please share this to at least one other person to help us expand our brand and their minds. All right. So then what, what strategies or habits do you follow to stay productive and efficient in your work? Sort of feel, uh, to kind of stay efficient. So right now I've been doing like a few things where, uh, I had to learn to say no to certain mm-hmm. things because I'm one of those people that say yes yeah, to everything, yeah. um, to where like, Hey, if, if someone needs help, I'm like, yeah, I can do that for you. Hey, someone else needs help. Hey, I can do that. But then I figure out that all my stuff is kind of like falling to the wayside. Yeah. I'm like, well, crap, I, I still have a lot of work to do. And I just basically did all their work or because I kept saying yes to them. So, um, so for like productivity, uh, really just making sure I have my tasks like written down Yeah, like, I have a uh, tasks or a tasker on my phone and it's just like a to-do list, a very simple to-do list. Like, Hey, you know, go take out the trash, you know, go, uh, pick up mail or whatever it is. Um, and just making sure that that's good. One thing I, I did notice I have problems with is, um, making sure I know how long something takes or how much effort something takes. So say if I'm trying to like fix a lawnmower, yeah. you know, how long does that actually take? Right. If I just say one hour, it's probably not just going to take one hour. Right. It's <laughs> probably I can allocate like two, maybe four hours because I need to figure it out. It's not something I've done. I need yeah. to do that research, yeah. whatever it is. Right. So there's, there's a lot more tasks than just that fixed lawnmower. Right. It's like research lawnmower, go buy the stuff, try to fix it, fail, <laughs> try to fix it again, fail, you know, try to fix it yeah. and maybe succeed. Right. So uh, that's like one of my hardest things of, uh, doing tasks or, you know, not necessarily staying productive. I can definitely stay productive, um, productive as in doing stuff, not productive as in being able to complete something. Yeah. Um, cause those are two different things, but, uh, making sure that I know when I say I, I do a task that I know everything that goes into it. Yeah. And then, you know, and that point, should I also be like, should I just hire someone to do this? Cause I'm like, someone else could probably do it a lot quicker than me just thinking yeah. of it. Um, but to, to stay productive, I, I'm always productive, like, as in, like I said, doing stuff, not mm-hmm. necessarily moving the needle. But what I noticed is that if I want to stay productive to do things that actually matter, not necessarily things that actually matter, but things that are actually moving the needle on like my goals and stuff is that the stuff that's not moving my goals, can I like outsource that to someone else or can something automate that? Right. So like if, um, so like say if your goal is to make money, build wealth, whatever it is, and you want to build a business. Like all those other things that you're not doing or that you are doing, like, you know, taking out the trash, you know, mowing the lawn, trying to fix the lawnmower, all that stuff. Is that really focusing on you trying to build a business? Mm-hmm. No. Right. Unless that's your business is to do other tasks. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but if it's not, then, and you really want to focus on building the business, then you need to figure out a way to reduce those. Like, you know, if you have kids you know, maybe have them take a look at it or do that stuff. If you have, uh, if you can hire someone to do it, cool. Right. And it's just all those things that it's taking your time and attention and it's not focusing on your actual goals that truly make it productive. Like, like are the, is actually a true definition of productivity. Yeah. Okay. Hey everyone, quick interruption. I just wanted to say from both Craig and I, thank you for taking the time to listen to us and our random rambling about life. If you have enjoyed this and think even one other person will enjoy this, then please share out this link whether you found us on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or any other platform. It costs no money and little time, but would have a great positive impact for our podcast and brand. All right, enough with the shameless plug. Let's get back to the podcast. So 
uh, how do you balance your professional commitments and your personal life? Oh man, that's always hard for me. So, um, like, and, and I've kind of talked about it before, like for people that are in the same like disc assessment as I am, where like I'm a high S is like, it seems like everyone else's time is more important than mine. Yeah. Right. Where like, I want to help so many people. I want to help everyone do it. But like when it's coming to like my type of stuff, I'm like, eh, maybe. Yeah. Right. Cause it doesn't feel that, uh, that need for, um, not, not approval, but of, of service yeah. right? or being a servant. So, um, it, it is really hard for me to, to do the work-life balance right now. I'm really figuring out, uh, how to do it like during this PTO time frame where like I, I have to take PTO mm-hmm. because it's like use or lose, right? If, if for those that people that don't know what that is, it's, you know, you allocate a certain amount of time or accrue a certain amount of time and you have to use it before an X date or it just kind of goes away and it's kind of wasted money basically. So having to, use like really use like two weeks of pto i'm like well what do i do so i'm still doing work uh, i'm i'll say that right now that like but like in the morning i'll do like an hour of work like just to make sure stuff is getting done and then um maybe an hour later on in, in the day just to make sure that what i said in the morning was was accomplished so even though i'm on pto i'm trying to make sure stuff goes um uh, as planned um but, you know, finding that work-life balance has been a little hard, but I think, you know, doing that, uh, there's an exercise where you can do like yes and or no buts, where it's like, uh, where I always say yes to things. I need to learn how to say no, because if I'm saying yes to someone else, I'm saying no to someone, right? And especially as me, I don't have, have a family yet, but if I did have a family and if I said yes to working overtime, I would then be saying no to my children of spending time with them, yeah, right? Or no to my spouse of spending time with her. So... Uh, and that kind of helped put into perspective or perspective where, um, I need to learn what I'm actually saying yes to, or, or what are the actual ramifications on the opposite side yeah. of that coin? Like, because I'm saying yes, who's getting hurt on the other side. Hey there, quick interruption. If you're listening on YouTube and don't want to miss out on any of our thought provoking episodes on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, turn on notifications and join our community of growth seekers. Together, let's explore new perspectives, embrace challenges, and embark on a journey of personal transformation. All right. Yeah, uh, so uh, can you share any tips for networking and building meaningful connections in our our uh, career field? So I will say in the IT industry, it, it can be easy yet hard yeah. to, to network because a lot of people are very introverted, very hard communication wise. Um, but I think that also makes a good opportunity for people that aren't mm-hmm. introverted for those that are extroverted. So like to go to certain conferences. So like you can do local conferences here in Texas. So we have like the Texas cyber conference where a bunch of different vendors and stuff go to, um, you know, at work, you can also network with people, um, there's, you know, really big conferences like uh, DEF CON and uh, Black Hat that just passed recently. Yeah. So if you ever have opportunities to go to those and just chop it up with people. But if you are if you are in that that spectrum where it's hard for you to speak with people, I would say do it little by little. Like start with yourself. Like learn how to just kind of learn how to speak with people, kind of get those uh, emotional and verbal cues or not or body language cues right down. And then, you know, talk with your boss, talk with you know, your coworkers talk with, you know, more and more, right. And then talk with the customer and stuff like that. So, um, I think you can do it in phases, but networking wise, um, with other people to me is, is really easy, at least getting contacts and 
getting people to talk because everyone in IT, like there's so much to do. Yeah. And you're like, well, man, like, and there's, there's so there actually is a lot of people to talk to. It just, you know, depends on where you're at. Yeah. I can, I can say another one too, is just attending, um, a career fair. Yeah. Cre- uh, yeah. Career fairs for whatever industry you're in. Uh, one, it gets kind of exhausting because they're going around shaking hands and explaining what you do to like every, uh, company that's there and they are. Yeah, it was pretty exhausting, but it's a good way to get yourself out there and you you can understand, uh, you can listen to them and understand like what other companies are looking for and ways to grow yourself. Yeah. Uh, also, it just gets you in that, uh, I guess, out of that uh, introvert. Yeah. yeah the way you're out there talking to people. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also a good way to just forcing yourself to go out, whether it's a conference or, or a career fair, is um really helps you gauge like how much interaction you can handle. Cause like for me, I can definitely handle some interaction, but I know if I handle like too much, like if I'm out every day and I'm like shaking hands, like you said, then like I start to feel it like against like my mind, like yeah. my, uh, mental fatigue kind of, kind of carries. Exactly. <laughs> and, um, but I think if you do it at least like, I think same with like working out, like when you, you know, try to get to like your one rep max for a bench, right. You at least know where your, where your max is or where you're close to yeah. what's going to hurt you. So like you can kind of dial down from that. So say for like, talking to people for like four hours, that's a little bit too much, right? And then, you know, dial it down to maybe talking to people two hours or maybe talking to people like like 20 minute intervals, yeah, where you can kind of take a break and stuff like that. So um, I, I think, you know, when, when you're networking and you, if you're introverted, definitely got to like uh, figure out how to scale out that that comfort. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, yeah, it definitely, it, it gets exhausting. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening to Troubleshooting Life Podcast. Please like and subscribe. We'll see you next week. All right. See you next week.